Hello, welcome to the Property Report Podcast, produced by Property Guru Property Report, the official magazine of the Asia Property Awards and Asia Real Estate Summit. We'll talk about innovations, issues, and technologies that are reshaping our homes and communities. In this episode, we'll be speaking with Krubeshini Hannon, the co-founder and director of Build Her Collective. Hi, thanks for tuning in to the Property Guru Property Report podcast. I am Janine, the digital editor of Property Guru Property Report. For today's episode, I am pleased to inform you that we will be focusing on women because, as you all know, we have gone a long way from having no voice to earning the right to vote, from being seen as baby makers and mere housewives to successfully leading countries and running multinational companies. Though we still have miles to go to fight for equality, such as addressing the gender wage gap and promoting reproductive rights, we must still find time to celebrate our victories throughout the years. And among said victories for women, I must say, is conquering a highly male-dominated field, the construction industry. Joining us to talk about her conquest as a woman leader in construction is Krubeshini Hannon, the co-founder and director of Build Her Collective. Hi, Krubeshini. Thanks a lot for joining us today. Can you tell our listeners briefly about your company, Build Her Collective? What is it that you and your co-founder, Rebecca, do exactly? Hi, thanks so much for having us. So Build Her Collective is essentially what Rebecca and I started to try and fill a gap, but also help a whole lot of women who were struggling to renovate or build or pull those processes together themselves. And they just needed a little bit of guidance around the processes, how you go about doing things, who's the right person to speak to, and where do you even start? So we mm-hmm thought based on our backgrounds, Rebecca's a registered builder and I'm a construction project manager, that we really, we knew enough about the industry given our years of of working in it, how we could help guide people in the right pathway and help them overcome some of those problems that they might uh, have, but also that were easily avoidable. So we created mm-hmm. Builder Collective and, and that has a, well, it's got a few online courses and it also has a community of women who are all building or renovating or extending or developing. And they all get together and they talk about what they're learning and they share their experiences and they give each other advice. And it's, it's a really great little space for them online to be able to, you know, to go through the ups and the downs with. That's very interesting because women, you don't really picture us in the construction realm, seeing as it has always been deemed as a manly occupation. So how did the both of you come up with this concept? Yeah, look, uh, look, the construction industry is very male dominated. And, you know, there are a lot of male trades who work on sites who are doing the physical construction works. But there are lots Mm -hmm. of women who are involved in the construction processes and industry in not a direct labor way. So there's lots of female architects and designers, interior designers, lots of women work in trade based shops like tiles Mm -hmm. or bunnings or hardware. And I suppose there's a reason why women haven't been exposed to the industry and they don't know that 
there are lots of variety of jobs that they could do and because it is male dominated and the hours are hard and it's quite physical work it does tend to mm-hmm. in the past I think have put women off but we were finding that a lot of women actually were organizing works to happen in their home so you know if someone's at home for example on maternity leave yeah. they might be organizing a painter to come and paint the house or getting someone to come and do the curtains or organizing an architect to draw some concept plans for a big extension and all that was falling to women and they were doing it anyway but they were doing it with no support. Yeah, women always do tend to stay on the creative side. Yeah, I mean, a lot of women would lean towards the creative side, the interior designers, the architects, um, even mm-hmm. engineers. But I would say that they women have leaned to more the less physical side. That yeah. said, um, there are a lot more women who are getting into trades these days because they want the lifestyle they like working with their hands they want to actually Mm -hmm. do those things and and I think the industry is changing in its way to accept that that is happening and how that industry can become more balanced well it would be such an accomplishment really if you do help to build your own dream home that would be an amazing feeling absolutely and I think there's, there's really two things to distinguish there's helping to build your dream home by actually doing the construction work Mm-hmm. But then there's helping to build your dream home by being involved in the design process, working with the designers to pull your documents together, talking to builders to get prices and actually liaising with the builder or the tradespeople directly. One of the big things that we we want to, I think, demystify is that you can be really involved in the process of design and building your home or even a development for profit or for resale, but you don't necessarily have to do the work the physical work yourself. So BuildHer makes the entire process of planning, constructing, or renovating a home seem less daunting for women. Let's say I'm one of your clients and I want to build my dream home. Can you quickly walk me through it? Like, where do I even begin? Yeah, okay. No problem. I'll I'll take that example and I'll say perhaps you're wanting to do that from a site that already has a house on. Mm -hmm. and you're wanting to build new. So one of the first things you need to decide is whether you want to knock down your whole house and start again, or whether you actually have enough space in your home and you want to, you just need to reconfigure some rooms, Mm -hmm. or you need more space and you want to do an extension, but the, the existing part of the house is okay. So what we do is we break down the steps to help you make the big decisions in the right time. And so one of those, that's probably the first big decision that you're going to make. Now, to answer that question, you need to understand a little bit around what those things cost. Actually, what people often forget to think about is that they need to understand the way that they want to live in their home and the vision that they have for their home. So part of our course will take you through understanding those big pathways that you can take and those big decisions and then stepping you through how to put together your build her vision and how to put together your values and an example of that might be you're at home a lot and you'd love to work from home and you need a home office but you also have clients come to your home and uh, they're going to work there as well so Mm -hmm. so where that office is located in your home is really important and how people get in and out of that office is really important and then how that office interacts with the family space is also equally important so that's what we would call sort of your your values your vision and your design phase you then need to figure out how are you going to get the design done so are you going to hire an architect do you want to work with a a technical drafts person Mm -hmm. you have a strong idea of what you want to do or do you want someone to help you come up with the creative ideas and based on what you need is actually dependent on who you might hire to help you so far what is the most favorite project that you have worked on that's a tough one i have so many projects in my past 
I suppose in a way every project is my favorite project okay. while I'm working on it um, because e- each project has a different reason for what you're doing why you're doing it and it has a different outcome mm-hmm. um, but I'd have to say at the moment I'm really enjoying working on the Rathmines project and that is a project um, where we have collaborated and partnered with um, six other women okay. and we've formed a, a a collaboration with six other women who we have together bought the site so we co-own and we co-fund and we co-build a site together in Melbourne okay. and we're going to sell it and um, a, as an experience for the women to get a really insight into how you pull the whole nice. process together. That sounds like a very cool yeah, project. Yeah, it's really exciting. It's like we just found that there were lots of women who just wanted to get clarity. So they had something, they want to do something, they're not sure how to start. They wanted to mm-hmm. get clarity on how the whole process goes together from start to finish. Yeah. And yeah, and so it's kind of like they're getting the insights and and the discussions into why you're making decisions while they get to actually tangibly see what's happening mm-hmm. on the construction site. It's super fun. So they will be experiencing the whole process with you and Rebecca. I think that's an added bonus, honestly. Yeah, we meet with them like pretty regularly um, on Zoom. You know, it's been quite hard with the pandemic and not being able to see each other, but we're about mm-hmm. to start. Now we meet on site and we're going to be going walking through the site each fortnight and really looking at what's happening in terms of construction. What were some of those design decisions that we made that we've had to change and mm-hmm. why have we changed them? Um, really, the best thing about construction, I suppose, is you get to see that your ideas come to life in a real way. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, it's super rewarding, actually. <laughs> it's really yeah yeah so as a woman leading a company focused on helping women in construction how was the feedback from the industry and how did you manage to overcome any gender barriers I suppose we love that we are a business run by women for women Mm -hmm. we often get asked by men if we can help them as well and it's not that we don't want to help men I suppose Uh, it's more that we feel that women are coming from a place of they're already doing it and they're doing it in a way that could be so much simpler and easier for them. And in a way, because we are helping women, we do find a lot of husbands and partners when we have our online question and answer sessions. They're sitting in the background having a listen to what we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> you know, and so we're, we're raising or we're helping the whole family if, if they are in a partnership Um by because the person who's doing the work is is going into that with a, a level of understanding that they would never have had. Um, in terms of what we hear from what's happening on site often we'll hear that there's still a little bit of sexism out there so Mm -hmm. unfortunately some some tradies or older tradies who might be a little bit more old-fashioned you know they might come down to the house to give a quote and and not talk to the women but talk to the husband or try and engage in a conversation And, Mm. and that's a bit disappointing to hear but that's something that we can all change together yeah in terms of what's happening in the professional realm, I think there are lots more women who are being exposed to construction roles in high school or in university, and then they're getting the opportunities to actually get those jobs. And I think that as men and women in offices or on site, we actually work really well together and um, we get the the best out of both worlds. So those really balanced organisations, I think, do really well. I think that there are still lots of organizations out there that are very male dominated from a management and a leadership point of view. Mm-hmm. And I would, it would be a great um, thing for me to be able to see more women in leadership roles in construction companies. 
Yeah. But to get there, there is a long pathway and, you know, you need to have a level of understanding in terms of construction, in terms of the industry. I suppose what I would love to say to any woman who's wanting to do that is that's not out of your reach if that's something you want to do. In terms of my own experience, being a woman in construction, I've never felt that that's been a deterrent or that's that's been a barrier for me personally. Perhaps when I was a little bit younger and starting out in sort of my 20s, going onto site was very scary. It was quite confronting being a young 20-something-year-old going onto a construction site full by, you know, with all these men and not knowing what to say and not knowing if I was saying the right or the wrong thing and not wanting to be judged. You know, did I look appropriate? Did I look look, look appropriate? And because Mm. part of university, I went straight into a project management role on a very large project in Wellington. Mm. Um, I was walking onto site in a role of authority. And so that was was quite challenging because although I was working for the client in that time I was walking on as a client representative to the builder and then walking onto site and talking to the builder about issues or problems or design changes that needed to happen and as a young 20 something year old yeah that wasn't very nerve-wracking and I suppose I understand because I've been through that I understand that if you're a woman who's building her own home and wanting to talk to a tradesperson about something and it's not your industry and you're not 100% sure about what you're talking about, but you know that it's your home and you want it to be perfect and that what's being built is not the way that you had intended it to be. That's a really tricky conversation to have with someone. So a lot of the time we're helping with understanding how to have these tricky conversations mm-hmm. and how to negotiate to the best of your ability and how to get what ultimately you as the homeowner or the developer, you are the client. So how do you get what you had envisioned yeah. the best way possible? Earlier, you mentioned that in your 20s, you were a bit intimidated by the industry. So let's go back further to your childhood. Did you always picture yourself to be in the construction industry? Oh, that's a great question. I suppose for me, I never really, not that I had a clear vision of myself in construction. Mm -hmm. I never had any other interest that Mm. was as strong as the interest I had in building and architecture. So initially, actually, when I was trying to decide which course to apply for in uni, Mm. uh, I was tossing up architecture and I was tossing up um, urban planning. And I I like them both. They're they're both fields in the built environment. And I I really like them both. But I thought, well, you know, I really want to give architecture a stab. And I, I got into architecture. So that was I was lucky enough to get grades to get in. And I did the first year. And actually, the first year I realized I didn't really like it very much oh really yeah so what I loved about it was I loved the idea of creation and I loved the design that goes into it but I kind of quickly realized that with architecture unless I was exceptionally good mm-hmm. I actually was going to be designing buildings for someone else mm, yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. while I was in my first year I got exposed to other areas of the construction industry which I'd never even heard of and this is that this is my message I suppose I had only thought the only job in construction was being an architect when I first mm-hmm. entered uni and once I got into uni that's when I realized there were so many other jobs quantity surveying building management property mm-hmm. management building services, engineering, interior design, 
you know, project management, project finance. There's so many mm. different things that are involved in building. And this is what people, I think, sometimes, if they're not in the industry, they don't realize. I thought, hang on a minute. I actually love to pull stuff together. I love to manage stuff. And I love to be part of the process of creating something. So I went into building science and I went into okay. sustainability and I went into project management. So I kind of came out of uni with a degree in building science and project management. And my first job was in project management. So that's a very long-winded mm. way to say it. But that's yeah. what got me into the industry. I think up until today... A lot of women still don't know that there are a lot of options in the industry that they can actually go for. That's right. There's so many options. And I think that that's a real shame that they don't know. You know, as women, women are great planners. Women are great at logistics. Women women are great at finance. Women are great at exactly. design. Women are great at, at organizing things. Women are great at analytics. Women are great at finances. Like there's mm -hmm. so many roles that women are good at that are in the construction industry and the added yeah. bonuses that they get to be also in the industry and get to create a building and great and and create mm -hmm. something that's going to be around for a long time all right it looks like we have your light bulb moment at uni as well as your and rebecca's passionate ingenuity then we now have build her collective a company founded by women for women in construction Unfortunately, that's all the time that we have left for today. Thanks again, Krabeshini, for joining us. Do you have anything else to share with our listeners? Uh, look, I suppose my last little tidbit would be, you know, Rebecca and I, we're very different and we come at pro problems really differently. Rebecca's a registered mm -hmm. builder. She likes to manage the trades directly and I'm a project manager. I like to manage a, a builder. So, you know, whatever your fancy, whatever your inclination, there's probably, there is a role there for you. If, if you want to be in this exciting industry. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking at building your own home or developing for a lifestyle, um, there are lots of ways that you can do that. And, you know, we're always around to help if you ever want to contact us. Um, you can jump to our website. We've got loads of great mm -hmm. downloadables and resources or book in a call and have a chat with one of us. For more information, please visit buildhercollective.com.au. That's B-U-I-L-D-H-E-R collective.com.au. Thanks for listening to the Property Guru Property Report podcast. Make sure to stay tuned to our next episode. Keep safe, sane, and healthy always. If you want to sponsor an episode or leave feedback, please send us a message at propertyreport at propertyguru.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and tune in next time.